and I literally lost my memory. So much so that I ended up with two different neurologists who tested me for Alzheimer's. And it turns out that it wasn't Alzheimer's and it wasn't dementia. Mainstream medicine could not help me get my memory back. And everything had melted down. I mean, my marriage was on the rocks. We were broke. My business was failing. I had to figure this thing out if I wanted to survive. Welcome to Redefining Reality, where we live at the intersection of wellness, business, and the birth of a global tribe. So relax your body-mind, open your heart, and recognize that we are the ones we've been waiting for. Beautiful people, powerful people, this is Brian Hardy coming to you, and it's going to be a good one. Today is a good day, good day to be live, good day to have podcasts, good day to be able to listen to podcasts. What a blessing the world of podcasting has been to so many lives. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Take that in for a minute, will you? Oh, yes. We live in a miraculous existence, my friends. And if you're listening to this now, and if you happen to be looking for a change of state, I'm going to ask you to pause, if possible, and to go outside and to do something, whatever it is, breathing, jumping jacks, push-ups, bodyweight squats, all of the above, whatever it is, do it until you breathe heavy and your heart rate is going fast. And then just relax for a minute and you can thank me later. Thank yourself later. Because oftentimes I find there is this perpetual hmm, seeking of newness, seeking of uh, stimulation, dopamine hits, all that stuff. And exercise and fresh air and nature can satisfy a lot of those urges. So if you haven't taken the time to get outside today and give yourself that, then I invite you to do that now. Okay, having said that, welcome back to a delicious episode, hopefully delicious, delicious for me to record because it was a very information-packed and uh, just enlightening conversation, I'll say, with my friend David Tomen, who's the guest on today's podcast. All the show notes for today's podcast you will find over at brianhardy.ca forward slash nootropics podcast. Now, nootropics is spelled N-O-O-T-R-O-P-I-C-S. Nootropics. So, brianhardy.ca forward slash nootropics podcast is where you'll find this conversation and the show notes associated with it. Before we hop in to this podcast, I want to tell you about some of the, some of the nootropics, cognitive enhancers, and so forth that I use, that I use personally, that I use in my practice, and that uh, really give you a lot of bang for your buck, and a lot of things that David actually brings up in our conversation, particularly related to brain health, which for myself, I was looking at, of course, brain health, um, but had forgotten that some of these things 
actually work on the brain, on the adrenals, on the immune system. It's a whole systems approach. So the first thing I want to tell you about is qualia. Qualia is a comprehensive nootropic formula put together by the team at Neurohacker Collective. And when you need focus, when you need flow, when you need your brain and body to really be there for you and to not fatigue and to not tire, then qualia is what you want in your back pocket for those days. I take about two or three capsules and it really just fuels me. I love to take it at events. I love to take it before big presentations. I love to take it if I'm going on a really awesome hike or workout adventure. Uh, it really just brings more presence, more focus, more flow, and more energy into my brain and body. So check those guys out, neurohacker.com, and the coupon code to save 15% on whatever you order including their subscription model, which saves you 50% on your first order. So save an additional 15 with code BHARDY. That will lock you in on some awesome savings. They also have a new supplement, which is focused on longevity and cellular energy production called Eternus, which I also recommend you look into. So that's it. Neurohacker coupon code BHARDY. Save 15% and feel your best. Okay. Last but not least, Vita Jing, Vita Jing, my friends, my mushroom, medicinal mushroom and herbal tonic friends. Vita Jing has a lot of goodness and particularly for the brain and the body. Things like ashwagandha, things like bacopa, things like lion's mane mushroom extract. Yes, you heard me lion's mane mushroom extract. I know it sounds like it's out of a fairy tale and it does stimulate your brain to grow new cells, which is supernatural in some opinions. And it's a real thing. This is actually something you can buy and you can use and you can enjoy on a regular basis. Other than these magical medicinal mushrooms and herbs, they've got all kinds of things to support your immune system, to support your energy, to support your liver. We're talking milk thistle extract and uh, yeah, adaptogens and herbs and mushrooms. Those are all essentials in my point of view if you want to feel your best and adapt to the stresses of the modern day. So vitaging.ca or .com if you're in the States. Uh, but vitaging.ca, use the coupon code HARDY, H-A-R-D-Y, and you'll knock 10% off whatever you want to get. Okay, I believe that is everything. My guest today is a author. He is a self-experimenter. He's a fellow Canadian now living south of the border in beautiful sunshine-filled Florida. And his name is David Toma, and I'll give you a little intro as we get into this episode. And I expect that you will find some nuggets of wisdom and or clarity and or things to try for your own betterment and the betterment of those around you. I've really been looking into brain health more. I've been dealing with clients with uh, Alzheimer's and dementia and the early stages of that. And it's really scary. It's really scary. And these things take decades to develop usually. So best that we learn and get on top of it now so that we don't have to face these challenges in our older years because I don't know about you, but I definitely do not plan on going out having lost my marbles 
I want to be sharp as a tack, fit as a fiddle, and having a blast until the day I die. So if that is you as well, then you're going to enjoy this interview, and you're going to enjoy hearing some of the wisdom and experience shared by David Tomen. Until next time, I'll catch you when I catch you. Have a good one. Be well. Stay healthy. And enjoy this gorgeous day. What is going on, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Reality. I'm here with my friend David Toman today, and we are going to dive into all things nootropics. Uh, you know, these are brain uh, enhancing, cognition enhancing supplements. Um, David is the author of nootropicsexpert.com and uh, also has a new book coming out called, or just came out, called Head First. Um, and if you've been listening, you know that this is an area of study and experimentation that I'm fascinated with, that I love to dive into and learn, you know, um, you know, best practices, different people's experience. So we're going to dive into all of that today. But first of all, thank you, David, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Okay, well, I like to always start with, you know, a bit of your backstory, you know, because the, the nootropics world, as much as it is growing every day, it's still a pretty small niche. Um, and, you know, a lot of people have never heard of nootropics. A lot of people have no idea what that is. And so I'm curious to understand how it is that you came to be, um, you know, the quote unquote nootropics expert. And <laughs> great um, question. And what your journey has been to get you doing this work. Yeah, I had, I didn't, well, first of all, I had never thought of my brain until about 12 years ago. And one of the things that um, I've dealt with all of my adult life is we talked a little bit uh, earlier before you and I started recording about my travels and where I've lived in the world. And wherever I ended up, I, I was always running some company for somebody someplace. And every year we would have a performance review. And the performance review would be, David, you're a fantastic executive. You're a fantastic manager. You're great at this and that, but you've got to learn how to focus. And so I bought the books and I read the stuff and I just thought that was a moral failing that I couldn't, couldn't focus. Then about 12 years ago, my wife saw what was going on. She said, I, there's a psychiatrist that I want to get him in, in Palm Beach. And I sat down with this new psychiatrist. Within 10 minutes, he said, you are adult ADD and PTSD. The PTSD, I, it took me 10 years to figure out where I think that came from, but adult ADD. And he put me on uh, Ritalin. And Ritalin was like someone turned the lights on in my brain. And I, that was the first time that it ever occurred to me to think about my brain. And about within a couple of years, I started growing tolerant to Ritalin. And I had such good success with it that I'm going, there's no way that I'm going to let this go. i got to find out how does Ritalin work, what's going on here. And I found out that Ritalin is a, a dopamine reuptake inhibitor and that it needs dopamine. And if my brain is lacking dopamine and Ritalin needs dopamine to work, how do I get it? And so I discovered that it was L-tyrosine is the precursor to dopamine. And I read a little bit more about brain signaling, and I found that acetyl-L-carnitine, or LCAR, helps in the synthesis of acetylcholine is necessary. So LCAR helped in the synthesis of acetylcholine. And alpha-GPC or CDP-choline are precursors to the synthesis of acetylcholine. 
And so I started taking those supplements and all of a sudden Ritalin was no longer, it was working again. It was, and so that lasted for probably about five years or so. And then I got really, really, really sick and um, ended up in the ER and I was diagnosed severely hypothyroid. And if you know anything about hypothyroidism, there's um, a two column list of symptoms. And one of those is memory loss. And I literally lost my memory. So much so that I ended up with two different neurologists who tested me for Alzheimer's. And it turns out that it was in Alzheimer's and it was in dementia. Mainstream medicine could not help me get my memory back. And everything had melted down. I mean, my marriage was on the rocks. We were broke. My business was failing. I had to figure this thing out if I wanted to survive. And so I dove back into nootropics and started searching more about what causes memory loss and how do I fix this. And it took me about three years and I experimented with different things and my brain is back working better than it ever has before. So that was kind of like my, my intro to nootropics over the last 12 years or so. And then about three years ago, I realized I was starting, I'm a copywriter, direct response copywriter. And I had a couple of companies that sell nootropic stacks, supplements that wanted me to write advertorials. And when you're writing sales copy like this, you need to do a lot of research. And as I was doing the research, I realized that there was no one central place that I could go to for this information. It was spread all over the place. And most of it was in clinical studies on places like PubMed and Plus One. And you had to be a scientist to understand what these things said. So went, okay, the world needs one place to go to to learn about how to fix your brain. And that's how Neutropics Expert came about. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I love that you know, necessity, as is the, the journey for so many of us, particularly in the wellness and health and biohacking and longevity space, you know, it's a real need that uh, usually births these creations. Um, yep. That's fantastic. I'm glad to hear that you are, you know, operating at full capacity once again. Um, and I'd be curious because I've never heard of someone actually losing their memory with hypothyroidism. Um, I'm, I'm quite familiar with hypothyroidism and autoimmune hypothyroidism. It runs in my family. I'm quite certain that's part of my current picture. Um, but if you could just briefly just explain what that was like. Like, does this mean you're waking up, you don't know who you are, you don't know who your wife is, or like, was it just selective memories? Like, how did that actually manifest? Working memory. Um, working memory. I couldn't remember simple things like um, what I had to do during the day. I could remember my name and I remember who my wife was. Um, so that kind of memory that um, you can you can live. But to live in our modern society, I didn't have the kind of memory that you needed to be able to function properly. Mm. I couldn't remember dates. Um, I couldn't remember what I was doing that day. I, it was just, I don't know how to explain it. Um, it was just, long-term memory was pretty much gone. Working memory was pretty much gone. Um, there were just certain things in my brain that were so hardwired that I could remember who I was and who my wife was and where I lived, but I, my memory wasn't functioning well enough that I could run a business mm. or have a relationship. 
So just basic survival, essentially. Basic survival, yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, it makes me think about how many people are there or are close to there and don't even realize it. Right? You know, that's I get all kinds of stories because we've got um, tens and tens and tens of thousands of people coming from all over the world to Nootropics Expert. And some of the stories I hear, man, are just... They're heartbreaking because people are desperate. They're desperate for, they're either losing their memory for one reason or another, or they're on some antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication that's completely, the side effects are completely messing up their life, or their kid has got autism, or they're ADD or ADHD, and whatever the doctor has got them on is not working the way it's supposed to be for them. I get all kinds of stories from literally all over the world of people that just are desperate to get their brain working again, man. Mm. Mm. All the more reason why this is uh, crucial information, I think. Mm. Um, and I also want to touch on just briefly here because uh, I think for a lot of people there might be a uh, a belief that PTSD is more of a emotional thing, like an emotional trauma or a psychological trauma. But I wonder if you could just talk a little bit about the actual physical, you know, neuro wiring and how that relates to things like PTSD. Um, and then maybe a bit about how um, you went about uh, remedying that in your own case. Sure. Um... I finally figured out after 10 years, and I was actually researching an article on, on um, treating PTSD for the aftermath of hurricanes, because I live, I've lived for much of my life in hurricane-prone places, and people would come out of these storms and um, were a mess, and continue, continue to be a mess, and didn't realize what was going on that it was PTSD that they were suffering from. And um, one of the things, and, and so the PTSD that you, um, you experience after something like um, a hurricane is the same kind of PTSD that soldiers get during war. It's the same kind of traumatic thing that goes on in your brain that you're, you start uh, experiencing symptoms like flashbacks where you're reliving the event over and over again and nightmares and frightening thoughts. And there's avoidance symptoms like avoiding places or events or objects or people um, that are associated with that thing that caused it. Um, hypersensitivity, um, something that I'm a little bit still dealing with. Um, I'm easily startled by any little noise that you would never, um, it wouldn't even register on your radar. Um, hypervigilance, um, difficulty sleeping, insomnia, um, brain fog, trouble concentrating, loss of memory, um, these kinds of things. And in kids, um, you get things, the kids get things like um, they wet, uh, wet their bed after learning how to use the toilet and they're forgetting how or unable to talk. Um, and they're acting out scary events during playtime, and they're being especially clingy with their parents or another adult after this traumatic event. And what we found is that this PTSD isn't just psychological. Researchers have got 
tons of evidence now that shows that um, elevated levels of C-reactive protein um, came up in blood tests. Um, and uh, what happens when you've got elevated, of C elevated levels of C-reactive protein inflammation um, chronic, in chronic stress triggers long-term changes in your brain structure and function. And um, cortisol, for example, creates a domino effect that hardwires the pathways between the hippocampus and the amygdala. The amygdala is the lizard area of your, it's called the lizard brain. And this is the area of your brain that's responsible for their fight or flight response. And so this hardwiring, um, it, it's not the way your brain was designed to work, but it, once your brain, it's the same type of hard, hard wiring that happens um, for long-term memory, for example. Um, when you're encoding long-term memory, your brain hardwires these pathways in your brain so that you can recall the thing down the road. Well, the same thing happens with uh, chronic stress, but it does it in reverse, and it hardwires these fear responses into your brain, and they're permanent unless you do something about it. And you can do that with nootropic supplements we found. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's awesome to know. And just for people listening, right, to understand that it's not just all in your head. You know, those days are long gone, hopefully, of having doctors or so-called so experts, you know, just writing people off. That, oh, it's all in your head. It's not real. You're fine. You know, if testing shows that you're normal, um, that, that's often the response people get right and to understand that no there are markers in both blood and there's behavioral patterns and things that correlate to these conditions or are actually you know um, in some cases caused by a trauma or a traumatic brain injury of some kind um, and so to know that there is a reason right and that there are things we can do to directly address uh, these conditions. Um, and I wonder, just jumping in there on the topic of inflammation and particularly brain inflammation. And I know um, on your website, you've got a very complete list of what you take, right? And so for everyone listening, you're going to find the show notes for this podcast at brianhardy.ca forward slash nootropics podcast. Uh, and there are a link to everything that we're talking about. But if you go on David's website, which is nootropics expert, you'll see his what I take page. Um, and I imagine some of what we'll get into is on here, but in, in your own experience in addressing brain inflammation, what are your foundational pieces? What are the things that you most look for and most want to ensure you're getting each day to keep your inflammation from getting out of hand? There's a, um, a number of really, really powerful supplements that we can use. And, and some of them are referred to as adaptogens like ash. Ashwagandha, for example, that's been used for thousands of years in Ayurvedic medicine. And ashwagandha helps regenerate axons and dendrites um, and synapses in your brain. The types of um, brain connections that are destroyed during severe stress events like PTSD. And just one example of a study that was done uh, using ashwagandha compared it to the benzodiazepine uh, Ativan and the tricyclic tofranil and found that ashwagandha was as effective as these benzos. Wow. Um, but 
without the side effects and brain repair at the same time, which is absolutely astonishing. Another one is Bocopamonieri, which is an aquatic herb um, that is called Brahmi in India. It's named after the supreme god Brahma. Um, and it's Bacocides A and B in Bacopa improve the signaling of electrical impulses between neurons in your brain. And these Bacocides also help rebuild damaged neurons the same neurons that are damaged, damaged by chronic stress caused by PTSD and traumatic brain injury. Um, another one that we found very, very effective um, just for everyday life uh, is lithium orotate. Lithium orotate um, does all kinds of remarkable things in your brain, but um, <laughs> one of the things that I found is that it's a very, very calming mineral. My wife keeps lithium orotate in her purse. And when we're out in the car and I'm going, I start going ballistic over somebody that annoys me in traffic, a little bit of road rage going on, she just hands me a couple of lithium orotate tablets and within 10 minutes I've calmed right down. Mm. It's, it's amazing. Um, L-theanine. L-theanine is, a, it comes from, um, you find it most commonly in green tea or you can get it as a supplement. L-theanine is one of the only nootropic supplements that we know that directly influences brain, alpha brain waves and theta brain waves. And these alpha brain waves and theta brain waves are associated with promoting alert relaxation and creativity and relief, re relief from trauma. And L-theanine increases GABA, serotonin, and dopamine levels in your brain, as well as increasing brain-derived nootropic factor, which is also called miracle growth for your brain. It's kind of like fertilizer for your brain in nerve growth factor. And it's an antagonist of NMDA receptors, which inhib inhibits the synaptic release of glutamate, which can be toxic. And so people find that L-theanine is a very, very calming supplement, but it can also help them sleep and encode memory during their sleep. So those are just some examples of what we can use that some of them take um, a few days or a couple of weeks to start producing effects, like possibly Bacopa, but other ones like L-theanine work right away. And the lithium orotate within 10 minutes of taking it. Wow, yeah, I've taken, well, I've taken all of those at some point. Um, the lithium, the lithium is an interesting one, and I wonder if it's something to do with my system or absorption or something. I've never noticed, actually, you know, physically noticed much from taking it. Um, I, I looked, looked at the research and thought, you know, it certainly can't hurt to be taking it. But everything else, uh, yeah, it's powerful stuff, powerful and easy to get and safe for the most part. Um, and I like how you know, a lot of these are herb derived. You know, whether it's ashwagandha and bacopa, straight herbal extracts, or the L-theanine, which is from green tea, right? So it's not like we're talking about, you know, you have to be taking various, you know, synthetic white powders uh, to optimize things, right? Which I think some people get a little bit caught up with going down that, uh, that course of, of, of inquiry or experimentation, right? Just looking more at the synthetics, um, which can be great. Certainly can be great. Mm -hmm. um, but I always like to start with herbs, right? There's more history of their use. There's more safety, usually safety data. Um, and it's just a great place to start. And um, ashwagandha, I mean, that's something I'll have 
most all clients take more for stress and adrenal support. So mm -hmm. it's awesome to know that it not only is doing that, but it's also doing this really, really foundational work on the brain. Um, but yeah, thank you for enlightening me on, to, on that point. Um, and just as a side note, I, Brian, I discovered the PTSD that I was diagnosed with 12 years ago. It finally occurred to me when I was writing that article about PTSD that I went through Hurricane Luis um, back in the 90s when I was living in Antigua, which was a Category 5 hurricane that came over and hung over the island for a day for 24 hours. And it was like a gigantic lawnmower that just came over and thrashed the island. And um, I was newly married at the time. My, my wife and I were hiding underneath of a table in this concrete structure. <laughs> and it was, the sound of it was like um, for hours and hours and hours, like a freight train going by. Wow. It was so incredibly loud. And it wasn't until um, many, 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 many years later that I realized that it was somebody else recognized that it, well, I had, um, I was suffering from PTSD and then it took me 10 years to figure out where that came from. Wow. Yeah. Having never been in a hurricane, I can only imagine what that experience <laughs> must have been like. Um, holy cow. Yeah. And it comes in, in many forms, right? It's amazing what uh, leaves an imprint and what a lasting imprint uh, can be left when we have these really intense uh, situations. Yeah. <sighs> okay, wow. In terms of um, specific areas of brain uh, performance or function, mm -hmm. I would love to, to sort of uh, just hit on some of your top um, you know, in addition to what we've already mentioned, hit on some of your top uh, either recommendations or, um, you know, things for people to start with, right? Because as I'm sure you know, people often are overwhelmed when they start getting into uh, these areas and start looking at their body and their brain and taking supplements for the first time, potentially, um, or eating healthfully, potentially for the first time. Um, so, if you're game for it, I'll just sort of knock off a couple of um, categories, so like memory, anxiety, focus, those type of things. Then we can just go through your, you know, top three or four things that come to mind as 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 good places to start for people. Where do you want to start? Yeah, well, let's start with uh, essentially where you started, which was memory. Um, we'd love to hear top top supplements, top uh, nootropics, top things. This could be practices as well, right? I don't want to limit this to just things that we take, but also things that we do um, to give people essentially like a playbook in terms of how they can start to move forward and take action in their own journey. Okay. Um, it turns out that learning and memory, memory is um, a very, very complicated subject when you start digging into the neuroscience behind it. And because it, um, it includes things like uh, your hippocampus in memory. Um, your hippocampus is kind of like the control center of memory. Um, glial cells uh, in memory, dendrites in memory, axons in memory. Um, and all of these things are involved in things like neuroplasticity and brain cell signaling. And there's a number of things that we can do to improve each one of these things. Um, 
And um, I'll give you some examples for um, the first one that I mentioned was uh, the hippocampus in memory. Um, the hippocampus is this seahorse-shaped kind of section deep, deep inside your brain. And um, the astrocyte cells in your hippocampus ensure that new information is given a priority when you're taking in information and your brain is deciding whether it's going to remember it or not. And in your hippocampus, acetylcholine stimulates these astrocyte cells, which are then induced to release the transmitter glutamate. And the release glutamate then activates inhibitory neurons, neurons which inhibit pathways mediating the retrieval of um, memories. So this process in your hippocampus is one of the reasons why acetylcholine helps boost memory. And as an atropic, we use a choline supplement um, which are precursors to acetylcholine. And we can use things like CDP-choline and alpha-GPC and choline citrate and centrophenoxine. Um, so that's just one angle of memory. Another way that we can address memory is the glial cells. The glial cells are the white, if you take a look, um, if you uh, read a little bit about your brain, you know that you've got white matter and gray matter. And the white matter in your brain is the, um, the, the white matter is essentially the coating on the, it's like the myelin sheet on the axons of your brain. It's kind of like electrical tape going around an electrical wire that, that protects um, the electrical signals going through these axons, just like it would through electrical wire. And um, these astrocyte cells also help form the blood-brain barrier and um, they also are crucial to cerebral circulation or the blood flow in your brain. So we can influence these glial cells by using things like bacopamonier and ginkgo, ginkgo biloba and pine bark extract. The pine bark extract and pinpocetine are two nootropics that we use for increasing blood flow in the brain. And blood flow is really important because the more blood you have flowing through your brain, the more nutrients that are gonna get into your brain. And these nutrients and oxygen is what's gonna keep your brain healthy so you can do things like form memories. Um, dendrites. Dendrites are like little antennas, uh, receiving antennas on each one of the billions and billions of neurons in your brain. and the health of these dendrites is important. And um, inflammation, for example, can destroy these dendrites. Um, things like PTSD, traumatic brain injury, can destroy these dendrites. And these dendrites are directly involved in long-term potentiation. And long-term potentiation is a process behind develop neuroplasticity in developing long-term memories. And we can increase the health of these dendrites by using things like ashwagandha and artichoke extract and DHA and goto-cola and turmeric. So those are just some examples that we can use to help boost memory. Um, if you're going to put together a memory stack, um, probably right off the top of my head, what I would include is something to boost acetylcholine like alpha-GPC or CDP-choline. Um, I would use DHA because your brain is about 60% fat and most of that fat is DHA, which is an omega-3. So 
1,000 milligrams of a DHA supplement every day. Um, another one is um, uh, lion's mane, lion's mane mushroom. Lion's mane mushroom um, helps boost brain-derived nootropic factor in your brain. Like I mentioned earlier, it was like miracle growth for your brain. Brain-derived nootropic factor is the enzyme that's needed for um, creating these new neural pathways. And I'll give you an example of how powerful lion's mane can be. There was a study done in Malaysia, I think it was, that scientists in the lab damaged the gluteal nerves on these rats in the lab, so much so that the rats couldn't walk anymore. And then they gave, and I don't advocate doing this to animals by any stretch, but it explained, it just demonstrates how powerful lion's mane is. They gave these rats water with, that was laced with lion's mane. And within two weeks, these, the gluteal nerves in these rats grew back so much so that they started walking again. Wow. That's how, that's how powerful lion's mane is. So if you're dealing with any kind of traumatic brain injury or PTSD, any kind of brain damage, lion's mane is one of the most perfect supplements that you can use to repair that damage. Yeah. And for people listening, it's also a super delicious culinary mushroom, right? I often see it at my local farmer's market. They'll have little pieces of lion's mane in their baskets along with some shiitake or some, you know, cinnamon caps or oyster mushrooms. Um, so definitely, you know, take it, eat it, enjoy it. Um, the whole world of mushrooms is something that uh, is endlessly fascinating, um, both for their medicinal potential, uh, for their performance enhancing uh, ability. And so I'm definitely a huge fan of lion's mane and love that you mentioned that as a top choice uh, for any sort of memory. So, okay, uh, that gives a lot of uh, choices and a lot of information around memory. Um, one thing that I hear a lot about is people that are struggling with anxiety. Mm. I would love to hear your sort of breakdown around anxiety and what you might take three to four things to really help to rebalance your system and take the edge off of, off of the nervous system. Um, I, there's a number of ways that you can treat anxiety. Um, and one of the um, safest ways to do that is I wrote a post a while ago called the top seven nootropic adaptogens to conquer anxiety and stress. And um, the, I, can I can dig into the neuroscience of, of um, what happens with anxiety, but um, anxiety is messing with your neurotransmitters and it's messing with your brain cell signaling and it's messing with brain waves and it's messing with cerebral blood flow um, and neuroplasticity, um, like I mentioned before, the best adaptive adaptogens that we have found to help um, calm anxiety um, are ginseng. Um, ginseng has been used for over five thousand years as a herbal remedy, and it means panax ginseng. Panax actually means cure all in Greek, and um, this adaptogen reduces adrenal fatigue and it boosts GABA, which provides um, an anti-stress effect. And uh, it helps improve blood circulation in your brain, which helps improve the um, amount of nutrients and oxygen that's getting into your brain for a healthy brain. 
um, Godu Kola is called the uh, is an adaptogen called the student herb in Bali, um, and they call it the student herb because um, it it helps students uh, remember stuff because it increases dendrite and axon growth in brain cells, which helps memory. Um, it also helps prevent the breakdown of acetylcholine, which enhances cognition. Um, so more acetylcholine means that you've got better thinking, um, learning, memory, and mood. Um, but it also helps protect your brain from toxins and oxidative stress. And there are some neurohackers that report that uh, go to cola is as effective as ashwagandha and phenibut as yeah, for dealing with uh, anxiety. Another one is ashwagandha that we already talked about. One that most people don't think about is lemon balm. Um, lemon balm is an adaptogen that is used for stress release and to reduce panic attacks. And it does it by inhibiting GABA, transmi the tr GABA transaminase enzyme, which um, helps maintain adequate levels of GABA in your brain. And GABA is needed for regulating mood. Um, ginkgo biloba, um, which I think we mentioned earlier, it acts as a monoamine oxidase inhibitor. Monoamine oxidase is uh, an enzyme that occurs naturally in your brain that helps um, break up dopamine and norepinephrine after your brain has used these neurotransmitters. But the problem is, is that if you've got too much monoamine oxidase, which happens as the brain ages, and there's other reasons for it, um, if we inhibit monoamine oxidase, we increase the amount of dopamine in your brain. And when we increase dopamine levels, it helps reduce anxiety. So those are just some examples that we can use na of natural substance that substances that we can use to uh, for their anti-anxiety effects. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Again, another very complete list for people to take action on. Um, and to just grab and write again if you're listening to this and this is ringing true for you or you're like oh i struggle with anxiety um just try one or two of these things right you don't have to take all seven or all five or whatever one two things try them for a week try them for a month give it a real honest go right i find oftentimes myself sometimes included although less these days than when i was first getting into this stuff is you know we get all gung-ho about something and then we, we we buy something and we bring it home and we use it once or twice and then it just you know collects dust until expiring so if you're listening to this and you're like oh anxiety is really you know a thing in my life then you know get some lemon balm tea take it each day see how you feel and then go from there you know see if it gives you some relief uh, and if it does you know take note of that don't forget that because us human beings can be Quite forgetful, even if our memories are "quote unquote" working, you know, properly. So, just to to again treat this as your own experiment and see what works for you. So there we go. We've hit anxiety. That feels like a fantastic list. And then the last one I really want to look towards um, is is focus, right? So again, the ADD, ADHD, can't focus, brain fog kind of picture. Um, what would be your go-tos for that kind of a uh, situation? And, you know, if you want to lay the groundwork in terms of what's going on with the brain, we'd love to hear that as well. 
Mm, that's a problem that I had with, um, with ADHD uh, and focus. And um, the way I cured it in my brain, and um, I've suggested this protocol to many, many, many people around the world, and um, they're now using it and finding um, some success, success with it, is um, one of the first things that we need to do is um, for faster thinking. For, um, faster thinking means better brain cell signaling. And brain cell signaling is dependent upon acetylcholine in your brain. And acetylcholine, you can't take an acetylcholine pill or a, an acetylcholine tablet. Um, one of the ways that we can increase acetylcholine is by using alpha-GPC or CDP-choline. These are precursors to acetylcholine in your brain. Another way for, to increase... Uh, to increase acetylcholine is uh, acetyl-L-carnitine or L-car is necessary for the synthesis of acetylcholine in your brain. So if you take L-car, it's going to help in the synthesis and it's going to help alpha-GPC or CDP work better in, in, when making acetylcholine. Um, L-car also helps uh, improve the fatty acid. It, 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 it doesn't help improve. It's necessary to move fatty acids into your brain cells where they're used for fuel. And once that fuel is oxidized or used up, Alcar helps move those oxidized fatty acids back out of brain cells. So it works in both directions. Another way to improve focus is by uh, supporting the dopamine pathway in your brain. And dopamine is involved in things like focused in learning and memory, it's involved in libido, it's involved in motivation. And the easiest way to increase dopamine in your brain is by using the precursor. L-tyrosine is a precursor to dopamine. The dopamine pathway goes phenylalanine to um, tyrosine to L-dopa to dopamine to norepinephrine to epinephrine. So, uh, a little bit earlier in that pathway, L-tyrosine or N-acetyl-L-tyrosine. N-acetyl-L-tyrosine is just an acetyl group added to L-tyrosine to help make it a little bit more bioavailable. Another way that you can increase dopamine in your brain is by using L-dopa, which is the precursor directly before the synthesis of dopamine in your brain. And we can do that by using Macuna purians. Macuna is the best natural source of L-DOPA. And uh, people that are dealing with Parkinson's, for example, are using L-DOPA, or a synth synthetic form of L-DOPA to increase dopamine in their brain. The problem is that long-term use of that synthetic L-DOPA is toxic to brain cells. And we find that by using a natural substance like Macuna, which is a natural source of L-DOPA to increase dopamine, is it doesn't damage brain cells. All it does is it increases dopamine in your brain. Um, those are the simplest ways for increasing focus that I can think of. Another one we already mentioned before is DHA, um, which is absolutely critical for the health of brain cells. Um, your brain is 60% fat, and most of that is DHA, which is an omega-3 um, fatty acid. Um, it makes up the DHA helps make up the outer membrane of each one of your brain cells. 
along with phosphatidylserine and phosphatidylcholine. So those are two other supplements that you can use to help support the health of your brain cells, which then again helps focus. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, and again, you know, David's done a great job laying a lot of this out on his website. So as you listen to this, or as you finish listening to this, definitely get over to nootropicsexpert.com and do some reading because it's a fantastic resource. Um, and so, okay, so that covers ADHD and focus. Uh, you just reminded me that I need to get another bottle of Alcar because mine just ran out and I'll add some extra choline into that and see how much better I can feel. In addition to all of this, I'm curious, um, in terms of like diet and lifestyle, if you have any favorite recipes or favorite foods that you think, you know, when I eat this or when I make this, it just, I feel better. My brain works better. Um, and, uh, and what those might be. Mm, there are, well, obviously one of the reasons why we're, we're using supplements now is because we don't get the nutrients that our body and brain needs um, to function like, they um, like like normal because that those nutrients just aren't available in the modern diet anymore. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I found the hard way is um, when I went through this thing six years ago and everything melted down is um, I was not only looking for nootropics, but I cleaned up my diet. And the easiest way to clean up your diet is to avoid processed food. Um, the additives and the junk that goes into processed food are basically poison. They're toxic to your brain. So I just eliminated processed food. Um, I eliminated brain or uh, I eliminated um, bread um, and most pasta because wheat seems to have detriment, detrimental effects to the brain. Um, and I just basically shifted my, my diet over to um, healthy meats, like grass-fed beef, um, healthy oils like coconut oil and um, extra virgin olive oil, um, ate a lot more salads and a lot more fruit. Um, and that had a dramatic effect on how I felt and how my brain worked. So there weren't any real... <sighs> any real recipes is just changing your attitude towards what you eat and how you eat. Totally. Totally. Um, and for those listening, you know, who may be uh, intimidated about preparing their own food, you know, you can make something taste amazing. For instance, if someone were to just grab a pound of grass fed beef at their local market, you throw some garlic, some onions, you know, salt, pepper, whatever, and grill it up, that's going to taste delicious as is. Um, so it's not hard to eat good and to eat in a way that is going to uh, not only stop the, the unnecessary damage from processed foods, and particularly in, in my experience, I'm always looking to avoid uh, the processed oils, as well as like the corn syrups and that type of thing. Um, but just getting away from some of those damaged vegetable oils and things that restaurants cook in and shifting to a really whole foods clean template is going to work wonders. Um, and it doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be that expensive, right? That's the message that I always want people to understand and to take home is that they can do this, right? That it's, it's, it's 
not only is it within reach, but it's delicious. So I like that you just keep it really simple and whole foods based. And uh, yeah, just avoid some of the main offenders. That makes things a lot easier um, when looking at, you know, what to take or what not to take or how to eat. Because, you know, you and I both know there's no shortage of different opinions when it comes to what to eat and what not to eat. Um, and so keeping it simple is always good. I did, Brian, I did write a, a, a post um, a while ago on nootropic foods that affect um, and the effects of nutrients on brain function. And in that post, um, I'll, I detail things like um, organic free range pasture cage free eggs, mm. for example. This type of an egg is high in choline, which helps produce acetylcholine in your brain, which boosts learning and memory. Um, the egg contains tryptophan, which is the amino acid um, that's in a, a precursor to serotonin, melatonin, and vitamin B3 or niacin in your brain, which helps anxiety, depression, insomnia, and memory. Uh, egg contains tyrosine, which is the amino acid directly involved in creating dopamine, norepinephrine, and epinephrine in your brain. Eggs contain vitamin B12, which are essential for the synthesis of DNA, RNA, and neurotransmitters, and the maintenance of myelin sheaths protecting your axons and red blood cell formation, and lutein and zeanthin, which are necessary for eye health. All of that just comes from an egg. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that amazing? Yeah. Well, a pastured, you know, grass-fed, free-range egg, right? Because um, there's sure. certainly, certainly a, a large difference between a factory-farmed, you know, sick, caged-up chicken um, and one that's running around happily and pecking at bugs and doing what chickens are meant to do, right? So one more reason to support your local free-range farmer and to, to you know, go out of your way to find something that's quality, right? Because like any of all the things that we're talking about, quality can be an issue, right? And I'm sure you know this from looking and trying different supplements, right? If you're always looking for the lowest price, then you're likely not going to get the best quality, um, and really, you know, seeing these things as investments in our health, right? Because the last place I know for myself, the last place that I want to be quote unquote saving money is in regards to, you know, my future health and my future well-being, right? That's, a, that's one of the few areas that I'm very happy to support the local organic sustainable, um, solutions that are out there for us. Um, so again, Simple, 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 and putting your money where it matters is is really going to go a long way here. Um, changing gears a little bit, I'm curious as to, you know, when you step back and look at your work and, you know, the, the rising popularity of these subjects, where do you think this is going? Or where would you like to see it go in terms of awareness around brain health, uh, maybe formulations around supplementation or personalization, right? Because I know for a lot of us, it's a lot of trial and error, figuring out what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm wondering if you know you have thoughts towards the future of, of neurohacking and, and self-optimization and where you'd like to see things progress. Well, I think two things that are happening, and um, hopefully Neutropics Expert is um, contributing somewhat to this in my books, um, uh, education, um, people need to understand um, if 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 people understand what it takes to live a healthy, optimized life, including your brain, um, 
then you're going to make your selections in life a little bit, um, a little bit better um, in selecting foods. And if you can't get the nutrients that you need from food, what kind of supplements do you need? And education as well. And if there's something going on, if you're dealing with ADHD or you're dealing with uh, anxiety or depression or PTSD or OCD or autism or whatever, um, there is help. And there are natural supplements that can help these things. And they have proved and proven not only in real life, but in thousands and tens of thousands of clinical studies. No matter what mainstream medicine says, no matter what the um, mainstream press says, um, these things do work. And we see this happening over and over and over again. Um, and so people are waking up. Um, they really are. There was something that happened earlier this year. Um, I subscribed to a number of the periodicals in this space, and somebody was talking to somebody at Barnes & Noble about what was selling in the way of books. And, um, of course, uh, books about natural health have always sold well in the last few years. But this year, specifically, books on brain health have risen to the top of the heap, and people are buying books on how do I fix my brain. So um, that's the direction things are going just naturally, and um, we're doing our best, you with your podcast and me with my books and, and nootropics experts, just getting the word out. I'm finding that a lot of people um, lately are coming to nootropics experts who never heard the word nootropics before. Um, they just... it. They hadn't heard it. They end up there because they're doing research on something like iodine, you know, or lemon balm or um, ashwagandha or whatever reason. And they're ending up on the website and going, oh, there's a lot more <laughs> of stuff that's, then, that's available that I can learn about. And some people call them nootropics or nootropic supplements. All nootropics are things that help your brain. So that's the direction things are going, and that's what I keep on working towards and what you keep on working towards is getting the word out. Definitely, definitely. You know, without the awareness, we can't really improve or change or even understand why it is something's happening, right? So awareness is always fundamental. Um, and so I, you know, I definitely take my hat off to you for putting together such a comprehensive resource that is easy to understand, easy to follow, and you know, essentially doing some of the translational work from the science to the application. Um, because unless you have a background in science or a health professional of some kind, it's, it's a completely new language, right? Um, so I just wanna take a second and you know, thank you and acknowledge you for that, right? It really is something that I can tell and you know, after speaking with you, uh, it's clear that it's helping a lot of people and I always think that, you know, the more people we have on this planet that are feeling good and have clean, healthy brains, the better off we're all going to be. Absolutely. Because someone with a balanced, healthy brain who's connected to themselves and to their environment and is feeling good uh, is very, very likely to want to contribute, right? To want to make things better uh, rather than the opposite. So, um, Yes, so I, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm going to continue to dive through uh, your work as I continue to experiment with myself um, and in my practice. Um, 
And just in closing here, two quick final questions. The first being when you hear the term redefining reality, what does that bring up inside of you? I guess my reality is changing um, and I'm redefining reality and I'm realizing that there's a lot more hope um, and there's a lot more optimism than, than pessimism. Um, the world is not going to hell in a handbasket. Um, there are just so many good things happening, not only within tropics and in better food and education, but more people are learning how to meditate. Um, and that's changing lives, um, the music people listen to, um, the conversations that people have on social media is just a lot more hopeful. But that's the new reality to me. Yeah, I see it as well. I see it as well. And, uh, you know, what you focus on tends to amplify. So I think as we continue to do that, it's just going to continue to spread. And hopefully within five, 10 years, this is all basic knowledge for folks. And everybody has their, you know, brain stack, you know, it's just the regular part of their life instead of right now, maybe it's like comparable to vitamin C or vitamin D in terms of what people are taking. Um, but I hope that as we move forward, people will wake up and, and start to really find solutions that work for them. I think it's already happening. Yeah, no, exactly. It's already happening and it's just accelerating, I should say. Um, and then the last thing is that um, if people are listening to this, they've really found, you know, this valuable, uh, they want to dive deeper into whether it's brain health or specific things around PTSD or anxiety. Um, I wonder if you could just share three top resources, books, teachers, teachings, podcasts, whatever it is that were helpful to you. Uh, and your website can certainly be one of these. Um, but three resources that you might offer for people who want to dive deeper and continue this conversation and continue their learning. Sure. <clears throat> I think um, the primary resource is, of course, the stuff that I'm doing. Um, and it came out of necessity that because when I started this thing, nobody else was doing it. Um, my book, Head First, for example, is nearly 600 pages. And it's a guide on how to fix your brain. And that is the first book like it that was published since 1992. Um, so that <clears throat> is certainly just for all practical reasons. Um, my wonder, number one um, option, I really like the work that people like Dr. Daniel Amen are doing for ADD and ADHD um, because he just, he talks about not just using, um, he includes things in his practice like prescription stimulants if necessary, but he's also an advocate of using natural substances like omega-3s, like DHA, um, <clears throat> to help heal the young brain. Um, so the work that he's doing, Dr. Mercola, I really respect the work um, that he's doing um, as well. Um, those are my three top ones, I think, that come to mind. Those are certainly fantastic resources, and there's no shortage of information for folks to dig into. Um, so again, I just want to you know thank you for doing this and for keeping this up and for putting it out there and being an example, right? That a lot of people can relate to and can learn from, uh, because that's always you know the best teachers are those who have been through it, 
right? Those are the real teachers that I look to and the experts that I want to talk to and get to know and, and share their work. So thank you, David, for coming on and sharing. Thank you for having me, Brian. It's been a real pleasure. I will let you get back to the glorious uh, Southern Florida sunshine um, <laughs> and whatever else you've got planned for the day. But uh, for everyone listening, you'll find show notes over at brianhardy.ca forward slash nootropics podcast. And until next time, keep redefining reality. I drift in the deep blue sea Head on now above the surface Taking in that beauty What a sun is shining This is all I need I root down to the ocean bottom But I can feel that heat At the core of Pachamama Birthing all we see Creating land above With the fire underneath But I've been looking for a deep connection And here that's what I found This island shares her lessons On sacred ground Let go and open up A deep connection's all around